It's Tony Wiggins with Locked on Jags. The Jags get their man or their men in the first round of the NFL draft. That was yesterday. We got a show to talk about today and tomorrow. This is the weekend edition of Draft Weekend here on Locked on Jaguars. Stand by. You are Locked on Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Tony Wiggins. As mentioned, I'm the host of the Lockdown Jaguars podcast, and we welcome you, new or old, to Lockdown Jaguars Daily Podcast, where we are your first listen of the day, and we thank you for making us that. And we are your team every day. We are free on all platforms. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you like and subscribe. Thank you to anyone who is new to the show. Uh, just a little bit of background information. I've been covering the Jaguars. I'm a Jacksonville native. Been covering the Jaguars now for over 15 years professionally, but I've been here since the inception. And um, let's just say yesterday represented what we all hope is a new beginning. So if it's a new beginning for you coming here, welcome to the show. And if you're one of my faithful who've been here from day one, we appreciate you too. You know that. We go back and forth all the time on social media, but y'all know it's all love. Um, the Jags added two real good players yesterday, in my opinion. And I'm, I'm seeing and hearing some people say that the uh, acquisition of Devin Lloyd sort of makes them like the acquisition of Trevon Walker a little bit better. So that puts you in the mindset of a general manager, right? Well, you can't get to them as a twosome until you take the first guy first. So uh, the fact that you now understand that what they were trying to do was change the entire profile of this team. And you also have to understand that we don't know how they're lining up. I've heard that certain guys you think are lining up some uh, certain ways are not lining up like that. I think with Trevon Walker, what it is, is instead of them going to get a piece that fit what they wanted to do, I think they saw his talent and his individual skill set and his makeup, his physical makeup, and they said, we need to figure out a way how we can use him. A lot of teams have done that, and, and the good teams find a way to do that. Uh, Trevon Walker probably won't line up and do the things that you think he's going to do. You know, you can't really compare him to Shaquille Barrett or Jason Pierre-Paul in Tampa because I think they have a specific thing that they want him to do. The the other thing that you notice with Devin Lloyd, it's 6'3", Trevon Walker at 6'5", very long in the upper 90 percentiles of their uh, measurements and their intangibles in terms of the metrics of, of who they are physically you now start to get a sense of what adding that to what they've done in free agency, that this is why traits matter so much. It wasn't so much about going to get a guy who's a is getting the biggest, best talent you could and fitting him in. Now I'm going to give you my instant reaction uh, to when he was picked. I actually recorded uh, a video last night for the locked on NFL uh, draft show. And you're going to see exactly what, I thought about both picks. The one was immediate and one was an hour later after the Lloyd trade because I was actually doing the news and I wasn't able to uh, tap into the Wi-Fi. So I waited till I got home. So here's my instant reaction for the acquisition of Trayvon Walker. 
It's Tony Wiggins with Locked On Jaguars. As had been speculated for a few weeks, the Jacksonville Jaguars have selected Georgia edge rusher Trayvon Walker with the very first pick in the 2022 draft. Trayvon is a very, very versatile football player who gives size, speed, athleticism, and flat-out physicality to the Jaguars' defense. I don't know where he's going to play. He may play outside. He may play a little bit of five technique, a little bit of three technique. It depends on what type of system they try to employ. But the Jaguars actually increase their talent level exponentially. He's another big, tall, rangy player that will give them a lot of versatility on defense and be able to chase the quarterback of the opposite team. And I don't know if you've watched, but in the AFC, the quarterbacks are people who need to be chased right now because they are supremely talented. So Jacksonville goes Trayvon Walker in the first round. Walkzilla, as I call him, is the Jaguar selection. And that was my instant reaction uh, for the choice last night of Trayvon Walker. Uh, we've talked a lot about scheme, and you know, it's sometimes it gets like ruthless and 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 folks going back and forth. Everyone wants to focus on sacks as opposed to pressure, as opposed to the guy who actually breaks down and breaks through. And everyone wants, wants to focus on this term, overall number one. That doesn't have the same meaning every single year. Overall number one, it, it just doesn't mean the same thing. Overall number one, when you go in terms of getting a quarterback, the, when you when you think about players that are that are grouped, and I said this, and someone said that I was stating the obvious. If you're going to look at the group of players that are available, and and one of them's going to be taken, and you determine who is the best, then that term overall number one is not, it, it doesn't carry over to the next year, to the next year, to the next. So it's not like that's a title that comes with anything that has anything to do with the football field and when you're playing on the field. So folks go and say, that's not what you get overall, number one. If you look at it like what you're taking is the best physical specimen you can, and you're going to turn him into whatever you're going to want him to be, or you're going to use him in a way that allows his skill set to flourish, then whether he's number one, number two, number three, it does not matter. If the Jaguars are taking Aiden Hutchinson, the Lions were going to take Trevon Walker, according to someone I know, who's very close to the situation. And if they wouldn't have done it, there's a very good chance that Houston would have too. You notice you don't hear any laughing around the league. You don't hear any rumors from scouts saying they're crazy. The only people that said that they couldn't believe it were people who, uh, quite frankly, don't work in that industry. They, they're people like you and me. they just folks with opinions. There was no surprise around the National Football League that Jerron Walker went first. And that's because people that do that job for a living they think alike and they understand that. And I think a lot of Jaguar fans were upset because the process just didn't go the way they thought it was going to go, the way they had heard it was going to go. And this draft was different in that way because a lot of times when you have the positional value of the traditional edge rusher, which everyone keeps thinking that he is and he isn't, but he can be just as effective because he can do that too. Maybe not uh, on the college level the way that they thought, but college is over whatever they did or all those moves those dudes did in college, they ain't going to work in the NFL anyway. And that's the part that, that it seems like it goes over everybody's head. 
whatever you learned okay that's cool but now it's grown men time and it's trent williams time and it's tyron smith and teron armstead that's who it is now so all of that is cool that it might have thought that you know you learned a little elementary version of what you're going to be doing but to think that that's what you're going to do now you're going to get away with it is a joke and that's what people don't understand so that's why the traits and the physical talent matter the most i'm going to give it a, get into devin lloyd and we're getting to how the reason why some people sit and say now they're better collectively and i understand it and i think about it more well it's backwards you, you got to get the first part before you get the second part it just doesn't make sense if you like that pick more because of this one you got to understand that there wouldn't be nothing for you to like if they didn't make that one first right so we're going to talk about devin lloyd we're going to talk about how we think they're going to be used segment two we're going to also get into um a little bit of what's there today where that board after that first round what seems to what the board seems to seems to be i'm gonna give you a comparison instead of comparing hutch and walker i'm gonna compare two georgia teammates that give you the same example of exactly what i'm talking about segment three i'm gonna mention uh the viewers the people who i put out a little information today and say tell me who you want I'm going to give those names and I'm going to mention y'all because you guys make this show what it is. So here we go. We're going to roll on through and get back to it in just a second after I tell you guys about Shady Rays. Man, the sun was shining here today in Jacksonville, not only because they got two players in the first round, but because that's what the sun sun does every day. It shines, right? Okay. You need great sunglasses. And Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed, durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Ray's Insane Protection Program. Shady Ray's includes lost and broken protection on every pair. You guys, I'm just giving it to you like you don't believe it, but I'm telling you, it's the truth. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happened. Give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. And also 10 meals a day to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. That's right. They are donating 10 meals per day. Exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com and use the code LOCKEDON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code LOCKEDON for the best deal of the season, 50% off of two or more pairs of Shady Ray sunglasses backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. And you guys are a bunch of five-star people because you're tuning in here to the Locked On Jaguars podcast, and we absolutely appreciate you guys making us your first listen. And if this is actually your first listen, make sure that you like and subscribe and wherever you get your podcast, that's where we are, man, and we are free on all platforms all right i got excited i was uh doing some tv last night when the jaguars traded back up into the second round i believe it was pick 106 180 and 33 so to come up five spots they gave up a fourth and i believe what is a fifth uh to do that now my boys at pewter report uh, john Legend and the crew they said they absolutely hosed the jaguars they got them man you're supposed to think that. And you know what? If you want to come up five spots and there are a bunch of guys on the board that you really, really like for day two, which at the time I'm recording this starts in about three or four hours. Uh, so make sure you tune into that too. That's why I say this is the weekend version of Locked on Jaguars. 
but but there's a um that was a good trade for Tampa, but it was also a good trade for Jacksonville because I don't think that if they sit there and wait, they get their rangy, long, athletic, uh, off-ball middle linebacker type because Quay Walker was already gone. And then the next guy that is sort of like them, you know, it's not the, the Kobe Dean, and I'm going to mention that in a minute. The next guy that's sort of like them is, sort, is probably Chad Muma, who's that tall, rangy type. And uh, they probably just felt like it was too big of a difference and they just didn't want to sit and wait. So uh, they went and got their guy. The Chanel guy at Wisconsin is, is sort of like that too, but I don't know if he's a, a three-down person. But we got Devin Lloyd, who was the uh, Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year, not Kayvon Thibodeau. It was Devin Lloyd. He is an interception machine to be a linebacker. He is extremely active. And there's nobody, I believe, who's more uh, happy today or thrilled than defensive coordinator Mike Caldwell. They took care of him. They took care of him. You know, everybody's talking about all these weapons that Trevor might need. I think they really took care of their defense coordinator, and I think it was imperative that they did so. So here's my reaction for the Devin Lloyd pick. How does Tony Wiggins with Locked On Jaguars? The Jaguars trade the 27th pick and two later picks, one in the fourth round and one in the fifth round, and move up to number 27. They gave him to Tampa, and they took Devin Lloyd, the linebacker, out of utah this is gift wrapped draft so far for defensive coordinator mike caldwell he gets an off the ball linebacker to go along with the signing of oluwakan for oluwakan in free agency now they have two rangy fast big physical linebackers to go along with trevon walker who they picked at number one now the traits have to uh, equal production but they're very consistent long athletic players and the jaguars so far have revamped their defense and as you can tell i had a little bit of a malfunction and i sound like robo wig but it is all good you guys got it we're going raw here man look i ain't sitting here trying to i'm telling you i'm not being lazy i can go back and take it out but i'm not because that was a good segment but the thing is is i did sound like i was from another planet but it's all good um mike caldwell got taken care of and you know folks are saying that well this is a you know, we have Trevor needs weapons. Why are you doing this? Let me give you, I'm just hit you with it. Okay. I've had to try to lose weight. I said that in past tense, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm still be trying to lose weight right now. Right. So, uh, speaking of which, let me, let me, let, let me, let me veer off real quick. Food is good. So in any event, let me get back to it. I have tried to lose weight. And so you get a little beer belly, right? You can't go to the gym and go, I'm just going to work on my stomach. I'm going to do crunches. I'm going to do all these stomach exercises, and I'm going to get out of here, and my stomach is going to look better. It might a little bit, but every trainer I've ever known goes, if you're going to lose weight, you know what you do? You go in the gym. You do cardio. You do supersets. You have a good workout. You eat right, and then the weight comes off. You don't have a choice with where it comes off first or how it comes off most of the time. It's just going to come off. I mean, you ain't drafted to come on the way you wanted it to come on because if you did, you would have left that stomach off. So the thing is, is building a team is the same way. You just can't say we need a wide receiver and get a wide receiver, but at the same time say you're going to take the best players available because that gets you in trouble. Because what happens is over the course of three years, if you got a little bingo card that got all these squares filled out, that's fine. But how good are the players in each square? 
you better get the best player you can at whatever position and then either hope or strategically plan to somehow place yourself in position to fill the squares with other guys. That's where your, your development, your player development comes in. That's where you know who you have because you go after certain traits that players have. And if players have a lot of extra stuff, special effects, then you figure out how can you can use those players in your system with those special effects. But you're not ever going to uh, jew it down. You're always going up. So if, you, if, if anything, you're adding a player to your team that will give you at the very minimum what you require. But if he has extra stuff, then you do extra stuff within the X's and O's. But what you never do is go down and you add a guy and go, okay. That's why you always hear people go, we're going to add someone and uh, until we get somebody else. You see what I'm saying? You're always looking to get that guy that at least fits the minimum of what you need. And if he has more, well, then you add to your stuff. By the way, somebody explained that to me. I did not know that. I did not write a book on that. But Devin Lloyd is a really good player. And to think that, you know, those guys match up well. At some point, y'all got to give Balky credit when you say stuff like that. And I know you guys don't like Trent. Trent was real good in the press conference today. One of the funny funny moments is it looks like the press conference is going to end. And uh, Walker said something about, you know, I just stay out of the way. I don't want the cameras. And by the way, he is an impressive young man. And he's, uh, I don't, I think he endeared himself to a lot of people today, especially in the media. When he was like, I just try to stay out of the way. I didn't want to go to Vegas. I want to stay home with my family for the draft. And people started laughing and Doug said, Doug, Doug Peterson goes, yeah, I don't like the cameras either. And folks laughed. And then Trent Balky says, oh, I love it. And they lost it because those are the people that keep putting all that attention on Trent Balky. And the joke is he wants to hide and duck, but he goes, oh, I love the camera. So very humanizing moment. Doug Peterson also said that there was no space between them, that they were equal. There was never a split. Uh, and I believe him. Um, shout out to those people who uh, don't believe people, and, and you know, at face value. I said this last night to Chris Porter from First Coast News, my techno partner. I said, I'll believe you until you tell me a lie. One thing about that past administration is they never lied to you. Now, they told you a lot of stuff you didn't agree with, but they never lied to you. And I think that goes a long way. All right, for me, you guys always make this show so very, very special. So I asked you, who do you want? And I gave, see, my Twitter followers are different. I told him, if you name more than one person, I'm not going to mention your name. And so far, it looks like everyone remained on point with that. So I'll see and we'll see um, who some of the names are left. Who the Jaguars? Where do you think the Jaguars will go? Wide receiver. I like Jalen Tolbert. I like George Pickens. I like Christian Watson. Um, they may go outside receiver. I definitely think with one of those three picks – or, or those two picks in the third round because uh, the draft now starts in a little about a little less than three hours, a little more than three hours. I don't think they're going to. I think what they'll address. I think it'll be best player available, but I do think they have these guys sort of all lumped together, and the evaluations aren't as far apart. So I think what they're going to do is they have to address the tight end position again with a complete tight end and. Right at the top of that third round, that's where all those guys are kind of going to be bunched together. They might look at safety if someone is there. Um, 
I think they'll go and touch the offensive line again. But they only have, and then they're going to get a running back. I think at some point they'll get a running back. So we're looking at wide receiver, offensive line, uh, safety, uh, tight end, and running back. Those are the five spots I would guess at some point over the next two days that they'll hit. Now they have the most, they have the, the majority of their picks will be on Saturday. So we'll have to see how it turns out. But uh, two picks t- uh, today in a, in a few hours, pick 65 and pick 70, unless they make a trade and get uh, a little bit higher. So it won't be that long because these picks, they only have like five minutes in between them. So before you know it, the Jaguars will be picking and you guys will know who the other two people they'll have. I'll get to the viewers here and the things that they said in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. But I got to tell you about Built Bar, man. Built Bar is good and the summer is coming and with summer you're going to need some food on the go built bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations throw them in your bags and your kids backpacks make sure that everyone has a bar so you're fueled for your summer adventures i'm going traveling twice this summer so yeah i'm gonna have built bars with me you can do the same thing man built bar make sure that there's something for everyone all of the kids will love them you can if your kids love marshmallow you can definitely Put them on the puffs. They're absolutely great. The macros are outstanding. So it's not like you're feeding your kids things that aren't good for them. 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. And if it's just you trying to be a grown-up and want to get your inner kid on, man, you can eat those Built Bars and get that salty caramel that I love so much. So here, here's what you got to do. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCK15 at Built.com. All right, man, we're going to roll along here on a Friday slash weekend version of Locked on Jaguars. As you guys get ready, for rounds two and three on the draft. All right. I said, name one player you want this weekend. If you name more than one, I won't mention it on the pod. We're going to do it here on segment three. The hopeful king, my man, says Alec Pierce. And I already know that that name's going to show up a lot. Alec Pierce is a wide receiver from um, Cincinnati. A lot of people want to compare him to Cooper Cup. It's just people comparing a white guy to another white guy. They always do that, and I find it funny. But he is a guy who has a nice catch radius, six two and a half, six three, uh, big and physical. And he's a guy that a lot of people actually have talked about that may be one of those dudes that fall off the board early on day two. All right, Joe, Joe from Jack says he wants Mechie. Mechie will be a good addition. And I like the way you guys are going because you guys are going to guys that are ex-receivers. And I love the fact that you recognize that. Uh, Haunted247 says, I don't know how, but get me Pickens. And Jaden Taylor, JT, says George Pickens. So now everybody's mentioning these ex-receivers. And I love the fact that you guys are cognizant of the fact that if you get a receiver, they're probably going to need a guy with some size. Justin Ross uh, says Logan F., and I can rock with that, too. Uh, Derek Rindy says Damian Pierce, one of my favorite people, man, is Damian Pierce in his draft. And I told you they might touch up the running back position, too. Uh, Bell from the Rattlers. I, I know you're talking about the safety. Ronnie is. And uh, that is a very, very – Marquise Bell is very, very interesting. He comes from family, but he's a four-star recruit out of high school. Mike Widener, my man Mike, who I often interact with, says – 
He wants Dylan Parham from Memphis State. I, I'm probably going to see that a lot, too. The thing about Dylan Parham is when you think about Balky, is he big enough? And um, I don't know. Uh, I saw one thing that had him one time listed at 6'2", 293. And I, I don't know. I think he's probably a little bit bigger than that. But, th- you know, it'll be it'll be very, very interesting to see if they go that way. Joe Morgan says George Pickens. Pickens getting a lot of love here, man. Pickens is a funny dude, too, man. Pickens is a trip. Uh, that would be nice to have another Georgia Bulldog from that great team. My man John Lumpkin says Zeus, Zamir White, and I really like that too. Zeus had a lot of injuries. He's a big-time player coming out of high school. And he'll give you those tough runs that I don't know if they got guys who can give them to you right now, especially since both guys are coming back from injury. Alec Pierce says Tony Wilkins, another vote for Alec Pierce. Kobe Wright says Odell Beckham Jr. I feel you, but it's the wrong time to be talking about him. My man Matt Spiegel says Sky more i like scott more but we, we we might be looking like arizona we might have the shortest wide receiver core in the league if we get scott more especially when you talk about maybe agnew jamal agnew give you some time there too um haywood jablom said considering if they move back up to second or staying third i talked about that earlier yeah they might uncle b says alex pierce a lot of alex pierce love jay hutt is talking about christian watson John Morris, my man, he's praying for Justin Ross. I like that, John. James Cook would be a good one. That is extremely interesting, although that would give him sort of three smaller backs. I don't know if James Robbins is considered small. He's just short. He's 5'10", but he's 218. So, yeah, uh, North Florida's finest. I'm going to mention you anyway, even though I told you not to mention three people or more than one person. He says Damian Pierce met your pickings. So all of those guys are included in people that I said earlier. Uh, Jay Wilu too says Dane Belton from Iowa. I thought Belton got hurt. He probably came back, but he's a safety. Very interesting cat, man. Uh, I know he got hurt. He hurt his uh, knee at some point. Jamari Sawyer, good job, John Hurst. That's a good one. That's somebody that I think uh, I think John Shipley mentioned him. Dylan Parham says Dave uh, Stalvey. Dave George Pickens for Keith Roberts. Verone McKinley. For Jordan Connie, um, man, do not get mad at me. Kinesi, Kinesi, that's your last name. I tried, okay, but he says Vernon McKinley, 904 and more, says Dylan Parham. My man Chris from the West Side says Christian Watson. Jimster says Dolchitz. That's the corner, that's the tight end from UCLS. A very, very good pick. I like him. God save the Jaguars, says Charlie Kolar. Uh, tight end, I believe, from Iowa State. And Dr. Cliff says Darian. He's talking about Darian Kennard, big old Darian Kennard at guard. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like it. And that, that sounds very uh, Doug Peterson, too. Nick Cross, Sue Tank. Oh, Sugar Tank. Is it Sugar Tank? Did you just call yourself Sugar Tank? And then I look at your other name on your at, and I'm not going to say that either. But uh, yeah, hello, how you doing? Um, that's funny, but Luke Fortner, according to Cody Hutchinson, uh, Jamari Sawyer for Twan, A.O. Twan. He also told me offensive line or center, Isaiah Likely, tight end out of, uh, Coast Carolina, real good player. James Cook says Chevy Jazz, me and Chevy been going back and forth for a minute. Um, another vote for Sawyer from J-Ran, all right? There you go, man. So we went through it. Uh, I might get a couple more in here today, but uh, 
that's that's very good. You guys know what you're doing, man. Y'all, I can tell a lot of people been mocking and mocking and mocking. So you guys are very familiar and are really, really in line with the media. Like I said, PJ says Christian Watson. Uh, Alex Pierce is another one by Mr. Nice Nice. So a lot of the same names, a lot of the same people. You guys are really, really on it. And uh, it'll be interesting if a lot of these names uh, pop up on that list or maybe one or two of them. I man, If they get two of these people, big up to you guys because that means you guys are really, really on it and you know exactly what you're talking about. All of our coverage is still on the Locked On NFL page. Make sure you follow along with the Locked On NFL crew and the entire Locked On podcast crew. They've done a real good job. Shout out to everybody that has something to do with that, man. Behind the scenes, Allie and Ross and all of our, our, our hosts who were very gracious and did a very good job yesterday. You guys take care of each other. Happy drafting to you. Remember to be safe. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you for promoting, for promoting us and our sponsors. And to all the new listeners, it's the daily podcast with Locked On Jaguars. It's your team every day. We're free on all platforms. And we thank you for making us your first listen again. Until Monday, when we'll have a complete recap, this is Tony Wiggins signing off for Locked On Jaguars.